You know, for being a book about Joshua, the book of Joshua, it sure brings up Moses a lot. You know, Moses is the guy that Joshua replaced. The sandals that Joshua was supposed to fill, but, but it brings up Moses a lot. For example, in Joshua chapter 13, Moses is brought up again as they're dividing the inheritance among all the different tribes. And it's, it's referring to Moses because he had a big part in making that happen and leading them through, through the wilderness for 40 years so that they could get to the promised land and they could divide up the place, you know, for all the different tribes. And, you know, and that's, and that's good. So it makes sense. But it not only brings up Moses, but it brings up certain names for Moses that the Bible has given him before that it wants us to remember. Like in Joshua chapter 13, it refers to Moses as the servant of the Lord. And then as it goes deeper into the chapter, it reminds us that sometimes it's not so easy being a servant of the Lord. At one time it says that Moses, he faithfully led the people and you know, brought them into battle and they defeated the enemies, but it goes on. But the Israelites didn't listen to Moses' instructions and there were consequences for them. And Moses, as the servant of the Lord, doing his best, must have just been, well, I'm sure it was sometimes hard to serve the Lord as faithfully as, as he did. And I think the Bible wants us to remember that so that, number one, we have, we have good expectations, like healthy expectations as far as what it means to serve the Lord. It, Reminds me of a time in Luke chapter 18 where a wealthy young man comes to Jesus and, and says, Jesus, I, um, I want to follow you. And Jesus says, well, go sell everything that you have and then come back and follow me. Jesus wasn't saying that in order to follow Jesus, you have to sell everything and take on a life of poverty. But he knew that that young man, he loved his wealth. He found a lot of comfort in it. And so much so that he found more comfort in having his wealth than he did in having his God. Following Jesus is an attitude of the heart and then that's, the, that's where Jesus throws out the line that says it's, it's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than it is for a wealthy person to enter in the kingdom of heaven. And then Peter comes in and says, says, Jesus, we've left everything to follow you. And they had, and that was hard. And then Jesus gives a promise. He says, I tell you the truth, anybody who has left everything for me, and then he goes on to list all sorts of relationships, mother, father, son, daughter, brother, sister, and sometimes, and sometimes following Jesus does that. Some of you know that from personal experience, that following Jesus, it makes life harder than you'd like it to be. There are any number of examples of what that might look like, but some of you are living them. And so back to Moses, who no doubt found it hard to be a servant of the Lord. And the Bible wants us to remember that, that he was a servant of the Lord. But just remember when it's reminding us of this. It's, it's after Moses was gone. But don't remember it like that. It's, it's after Moses made it. It's after the Lord took care of him, just like he promised he would. It's after the Lord saved him and delivered him and got him home. And where Moses, even right now, does not believe that his life is lacking anything. And it never really was. Because he had a, a Lord that was worth serving, just like you do. Someone who used a lot of blood, a lot of slivers, and some nails to show you that he will always serve you, 
Even if our faithfulness to him is up and down, his faithfulness to us never will be. You have a Lord that will always serve you and therefore a Lord who is always worth serving. Rest well tonight, my friends.